Hello and welcome to our wrap-up of the UXLX conference in Lisbon. You're listening to me, Pat Axbom. And me, James Roy Lawson. So it's uh, Saturday morning and it's the Saturday after a three-day intensive conference mm-hmm. in Lisbon called UXLX. We've, and we've had, what, well, we've had three jam-packed days. There's been oh, yeah. four workshops, uh, well we've done four workshops, four lightning talks, actually three lightning talks, we missed one. Mm. Um, ten conference talks yesterday, mm. we've... We've drunk a few glasses of wine and yeah. beer. Um, Interacted had, with the speakers. Yeah, an incredible number of fantastic yeah. conversations with a whole load of really smart people, uh, which is actually one of my favorite things about yeah, this. Yeah, that's a big takeaway from, from, from this conference, actually. Don't give away all our takeaways oh, yeah. now, Pat. <laughs> first, well, later on in the show, we're going um, to be playing, playing in an interview with um, Celine and Lindsay from um, Paddy Power that we did yesterday. Um, and then ra- finishing off with our... I take homes and wrap up oh, yeah, the, the whole event. So first up, we're going to um, go through some of our favorite talks from yesterday. Um, yeah. Where should we begin? Which one? Let's start off with uh, Joshua Porter. Oh, yeah, Joshua Porter. Uh, microcopy. Mm. And that's uh, one of his words. We realized all the, all the speakers have their own words. <laughs> yeah, everyone made up a word this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Peter Morville had intertwingulation. I kind of find that intertwingulation is really cool. But <laughs> microcopy—that's uh, basically uh, small segments. It could be even single words or small segments of text. They'll help users move on or understand something before they do 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 an interaction or go ahead in in, in, in the interface. It could be when you're signing up for something and it tells you you can change your username later, yeah. and that helps you make a decision about registering. Uh, and it reassures it, you as well. So like, don't worry. It reassures you. And this it, isn't permanent. Yeah. So it takes into account all the different small types of questions you might have that are blocking you or making you hesitate and stuff like that. Mm. It's also, it's, this microcopy is a, is a form of tweaking. It, it's, it's small changes mm. to help improve. Yeah, very small changes that have a huge impact on conversion. Yeah. And user experience and the whole range of things. It, oh, just, yeah, makes, it just makes your digital shit makes better. you feel better. Uh, he's talking about uh, having your website also seem like um, a person, give it a personality and yeah, personification. Have, have it be fun or polite or wacky, but make your users love you in that sense as and, well. And the example, which uh, oh, I love as well, and I know you do, the MailChimp with um, oh yeah, we with were little, MailChimp, yeah, the little speech. The monkey mm. gives a little mm. um, sentence when you log in all the time. Mm. Um, it was. Um, a lot of a lot of really practical good stuff from Josh, and mm. he was he was an entertaining speaker as well. Was, yeah, um, you know, the, the pouncing around the, the stage, keeping us really entertained, mm. and he, he closed up. Um, am I allowed to finish off already with this? Yeah, <laughs> I just want to give one point there because you, you mentioned Mailchimp. Yeah, and it is funny, but he he's he's been um, actually testing a lot of this stuff, and what he did yeah, realize yeah. was that you can't be funny all the time. And you that's something, might. I mean, I, I do a lot of work for, for government agencies and stuff, mm. and I, they're really wary of be, having funny copy and that. But, and also, it, it, I mean, you can't really make fun of people not meeting their goals. Mm. Uh, you can't really joke about that because, I mean, this is perhaps stuff they're going to present to management. So uh, you, know, you have to know. It's Appropriately it, serious yeah, is I think, what he said. Uh, he says contextual and timely, mm. uh, and I like that. I just, and we also got a warning from him. He said, um, watch out. Um, overexposure and repetitiveness breaks the magic of microcopy. Right. I was wondering 
we um, we got from the talk. Right, wrap up. He, he, and, yeah, and Josh himself wraps up with, um, <laughs> if your UI designer doesn't sweat over every single word oh, yeah. they add to a screen, you should probably fire them. That's right. <laughs> so go out and do that now. Mm. Um, then we had another favourite of ours was... Um, Derek Featherstone. Derek Featherstone. Yeah. <laughs> well, I managed to call Steve during my notes that I wrote. I have no idea oh. why. I know he's called Derek. You I, have apologised now. I, he, t- he, he, called, times. he called me out on Twitter and, <laughs> and I changed it. And yeah. and we even talked about it as well and yeah. rubbed it in that I'd got it wrong. So After listening to you talk <laughs> about his workshop, I realised I really, really wanted to go to his workshop. Let me talk to him. You would have, you'd have yeah. really liked it, Pat. Yeah. Um, you know, we did a whole, whole bunch about forms, mm-hmm. which is one of your um, pet subjects. Yeah. Um, he did. He he gave an excellent uh, actually talk about uh, where he described an, a, a conference app that they've. Uh, the title of it for those we actually didn't give the title of Joshua's, um, yeah. but anyway, the title of um, Derek's was um, mm. "Refined Design: Thinking yeah. Beyond the Device." Mm. Right. Yeah. Which one thing I really liked with it was it wasn't a repeat of the workshop. Mm. A few exactly. of the a few of the speakers yesterday, um, they they did a condensed one of well, forty minute mm. version of mm. their three hour workshops, and people who were in the workshops. We saw this on Twitter all the time. A lot of disappointment when it was just the same slide deck that got pushed out. Um, mm. But um, Derek was one of those who um, there was one graph that appeared in his presentation that he used in our workshop, and he even told us in the workshop this appears tomorrow. But it wasn't the same slide, and it wasn't the same context. Right, and he was presenting it in a different yeah. way. Yeah, we saw that. Mm. We, we saw the back end of it yesterday mm. um, on Thursday in the workshop. Mm. But he he just rode through it as part of his example yeah. in the um, in the presentation. Right. So thinking about a conference event and a conference website, what he talked about was that before the conference you need some type of information and during the conference you need other types of information. Even during the day at different time points, mm. you need different information and you can apply that and actually present that information contextually. Yeah, it's a context. It really, yeah. It's really the context that's the thing. Mm. You're going beyond the device. It's not a mobile site. Yeah. A mobile site for the, for the conference mm. isn't good enough. It needs yeah. to be contextually So aware. change the start page based on time of day, based on what day of it is. Mm. And also, apply geolocation if it's relevant. Where are people? Are they in town? Do they need to get to the venue in the morning? Stuff like that. It was, it was, it was really good and really practical. It's yeah. one of those ones where you just sat there agreeing and nodding. And, mm. and we've, we've whinged a little bit about the, um, the UXLX. Yeah, we have. Um, <laughs> two years in a row. Mm. Um, and it still, it still doesn't deliver. It still oh. doesn't really hit the spot. And, and when you start to listen to Derek talk about all these excellent ideas for it, you, mm. you just were longing. You were longing to be Longing <laughs> that it would be like that. I, I want to just one one other point he made that I liked was the one about uh, viewport size. Oh. That sometimes the viewport size is uh, is smaller than you would imagine, or that most designers have on their screen. It looks really great when designers mm. are designing, but when you have a smaller viewport, either on a smaller device, but actually I've, I've come across this in a project I'm working on right now that uh, where I've had elderly people not realizing realizing how to mm. resize their browser, yeah. and they're not finding the logout button yeah. because they have to scroll to the right to yeah. find it. So the viewport size, take that into account. It's really important. But viewport is one of my – forms are one of your pet subjects, and viewport is yeah. one of mine. And, yeah. and I always encourage people to do you know, measure the viewports and research the viewport, mm. not just screen size. You've got to remember that the mm. screen size, the resolution, is pretty much irrelevant. Mm. It doesn't matter what, how many pixels you've, you've got available to you on the screen. What matters mm. is how many are in your browser mm. viewport. Mm. Right. The third one. What have we got now? Oh, Jerry. Oh, yeah. Is it Jerry we're going to talk about? Yes, I think it's Jerry. Are, are. Jerry McGovern, mm. um, whose talk mm. was entitled The Long Neck Versus the Long Tail. Right. And I, I think the, the main message of, of his talk was actually uh, you need to have top tasks and peel away the content that you don't need. 
also from his workshop the quote that websites don't poop. You know, they they, eat they keep eating and eating and eating. And I, I did a sketch of this also in my sketch notes. But and and people really don't. Well, he <laughs> had a great example of actually. What if you went to your manager and he asked, "What you, have you been doing the last couple of months?" And he, you say, "I've been deleting content." <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be screaming at you. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it's really all about peeling away all those layers of content that are not important to your website. And he does an excellent uh, <laughs> little uh, uh, thing where he looks at the Google website and what would Google do if it looked like a corporate website? It would be yeah. talking about the founders and, oh, look at us. Yeah, we, we've welcome to Google. Have new search, press releases. Uh, click here, click there, yeah. click here. Every single last mm. inch of white space to be used up with something. It's, it's, it's something he's, he's used yeah. many times before mm. us, Jerry, but he's... He's on a crusade, and he's got a really good point, and I, yes. I love his stuff. And I, oh, he's I, I so preach. funny when he talks. He's, well. an, he's an excellent <laughs> presenter. He yeah. was he was marching mm. around the stage, and he, even um, nah, he, he made jokes constantly. And he did. even um, mm. even if there were some of the same ones from his workshop, mm. um, and that you've seen blog posts yeah. earlier and so on, it still raised laughs. Still, and I mean, it was, uh, you can hear the same joke over and over yeah. again and still laugh. <laughs> it's the way he presents it. That's exactly. Just, it's the way he tells them. <laughs> so, so one of his points also is, then is half of search management is figuring out what you don't want found. Yeah. So As in what's, move, yeah, what's move, not move that away. Yeah. And I love the, uh, the acronym he made up for. So what are hits? So what are hits on a web page? Oh, I forgot Actually, what Actually, how idiots track success. Exactly. <laughs> so measure the outcome, <laughs> not the input of the environment. Yeah. He, um, and then what's he saying? But the... Um, Often, um, when you take away content from sites, and you had mm-hmm. an example of Telenor in, um, in Norway, um, they, they deleted 87% of their web content, and conversion went up 100%. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, you didn't give us the details of exactly what that, mm-hmm. that means, mm-hmm. but the figures are so fantastic anyway that you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't really want another detail. That's good yeah. enough for me. Get rid of your content. <laughs> right. Focus. And then he said that when they, when they do this often, there's, there's hardly any complaints from the users, the visitors to the website. No one notices. No one cares because they've now got their top tasks. They can focus. They can get them all what they want. What happens is that people inside the organization complain, and that's where the, the, the most noise comes from afterwards. Mm. Um, he's like, where's my content gone? I know it's useless, but I still <laughs> love it. <laughs> So dealing with the emotional yeah. side of removing content internally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. I would have liked here to talk a bit more about with about Jeff Gothel and Lean UX, but we'll do a separate show on on uh, Lean UX and Agile. I think that's and a good we'll idea. Refer- we'll reference that talk later yeah. on. Yeah, there's a, there's a whole yeah. lot we can talk about with how yeah. Agile and and, um, and UX yeah. and, and everything gels together. So more on uh, Bill Buxton actually and his wrapping up keynote. <laughs> yeah, Bill uh, Buxton was the mm-hmm. was the, the the big star of the day. Yeah, um, he was. And he was mm. um, he oozes experience and professionalism and presenting experience. Yeah. I mean, he's just realizing what he's there. been through yeah. through his working life, and I mean, talking about multi-touch uh, screens from, mm. from the sixties or seventies. I can't remember what it was, but he's been working with yeah. with that a lot. And it was so funny because there wasn't a question from the audience. When somebody young was asking, "Well, I've had touch devices all my life. Um, when will it happen? When will, it, will, will, will we get this paradigm shift?" And he goes, like, I've had it since the, since the 70s. <laughs> That's so funny. And he's so right. Uh, and you and I have, have been using well, uh, devices as well. I mean, we were talking about, I had the Palm 3. And yeah, that, I had a Scion. They, yeah, the they've been able to do stuff that the iPhone can't do. And exactly. So we're this actually is going back and forth in, in, in technology here. Exactly. Something we've complained about mm-hmm. and Bill complained about is that yeah. we've, we've actually regressed. I mean, mm-hmm. we had, there have been times mm-hmm. earlier when we've actually been further ahead than yes. now. Right. But 
the, the, the dominance of smartphones, and I'm, I'm using you know, quotes around smart there because Bill complained an awful lot about these phones that are smart. They're just, yeah. they're just smarter than mm-hmm. the previous generation, supposedly. But there's still things. I mean, he was saying about... In the older devices, we used to have infrared on them, so we could we could point, we could actually direct yeah. stuff. And mm. now we haven't come to the point of, of um, a networked, a fully networked um, um, device landscape mm. where everything can easily talk mm. to each other. We, we lack that ability mm. to, to focus what mm. we want. It's like I want to send that to my mm. iPad, or mm. I want to send that to my phone. You've got to you've got to set up negoti- you know, set mm. up communication between them. Yeah. It's really difficult. Um, and stuff is much more complicated mm. now than it was five, five, six, seven years mm. ago. Right. We've 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 gone too fast, and but not fast enough. Exactly. Uh, and one of the other things he's talking about is we don't have to wait to see how electronic devices fit into our lives. We're all focused on touchscreens uh, and devices now, but we should be looking more about other things that we actually hold in our hands. And he's he's making a lot of parallels with uh, musical instruments because he's oh, into that. Yeah. So he's talking about yeah, we designed the uh, Yamaha D- yeah, yeah. DX7. But think about. Imagine that the saxophone is your browser. How would you use that to interact with content on a website? Mm. So think about all the, all the things you are using, uh, using all your different senses, uh, touch, smell. Uh, Jesse James Garrett touched on this as well. And, and, and think about how you could use that to interact with the world. It was a good. Um, he, he made a good point with the DX7 saxophone. He said, yeah. um, DX7 saxophone is crap at doing um, spreadsheets. Right. Excel is crap at playing mm. music. Both of these things are good. This is how it should yeah. be. Yes. Single device, single purpose. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, th- things don't yeah. have to be... Everything doesn't have to be a generalist. It, yeah. it doesn't have to be one device does everything right. right. You can, if, we, if we can make devices mm. easier to talk t- together, to, mm. to communicate between them... Right. He's, he also had the example of his car. that He, when he, he wants to be able to just get into his car. Mm. His phone comes to the car and then his car automatically takes over phone calls yeah. without having to do anything. And then when he gets out of his car, the phone then will you know, take over again and just seamlessly... That's what it does already today for you'd him. Go, yeah. yeah, you'd go, go on. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say now about Bill? Damn. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just had this great quote uh, <laughs> where he told the story of uh, how a lot of couples argue today, yeah. uh, and and one of them is always saying, "Well, you're you're always oh, you're yeah, always on the computer." Mm. And he was thinking back to what his parents were doing, and he never had his mother shout at his father, "Oh, Bill, you're always on your pencil." Because <laughs> no. his father's name is Bill as well. Uh, you're using the computer for a lot of stuff that we used to use a pencil for, and we used to go out and do the stuff. I mean. Being on the computer is not a task in itself. We're doing so many different things. Exactly, it's, it's, and it's, more, it's less visible now. Yeah. That was his point. That it's less like, visible. Bill, you're always on your computer. It's like yeah. Bill, you're always on your pencil. You, yeah. you, I mean, I, I have this argument with my wife too. Mm-hmm. It's like <laughs> I sit there and yeah. she, she doesn't really see what I'm doing. Yeah. And sometimes I'm working. Sometimes I'm, I'm not working. Sometimes, sometimes I'm watching. Sometimes I'm listening. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I'm paying bills. Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, the, the list of things I do when I'm sitting in front of my laptop or my mm-hmm. tablet or whatever it is is mm-hmm. is endless. Mm-hmm. Thanks for reminding. That was actually the quote I forgot. <laughs> oh right! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but it was quite hard doing sketch notes for this. It was hard taking notes for this. It was, he was all over the place, but all the, at the same time, you couldn't understand what he was where, where he was coming from and what he wanted us to actually understand. I think that's, that is actually one of the problems with the, the, the really, really entertaining, yeah. good speakers. Mm-hmm. You're, you're so busy laughing and and you know, <laughs> enjoying yourself, it yeah. gets really difficult to take the notes. Right. Um, I think that's enough. Um, yeah. For me, anyway, for um, yesterday's talks, mm. we, there's ten of them, so we can't we can't go through all of them, yeah. I'm afraid. Um, so let's listen to our you. our short interview with uh, Celine and Lindsay. Lindsay. Uh, what was their company name? Patty Patty, Patty Power. Power, right? Yeah. 
a gambling company in Ireland. Yes. Let's go to the field. And where are you guys from? We're from Dublin, from a company called Paddy Power. What's been the best workshop so far for you? Um, best workshop? Well, one of them would be Dave Gray's workshop, Game Storming, on Wednesday morning. So I find that um, as a researcher, you have always have a lot, a lot of data to try and work through and a lot of kind of communication issues that you need to get across to teams. And so a lot of his tools were good for facilitating meetings, good for facilitating um, problem-solving sessions. So that was good. And, it, you know, the three hours flew. It was really, really practical. Um, also really enjoyed Kim Goodwin's session on... Um, I'm mixing up my, my sessions now. <laughs> on uh, journey, mapping. journey mapping, yeah. So that, that was really good. And all of her stuff is always so practical. And uh, her sessions are really easy to listen to. I really enjoyed her, actually. Yeah. And Lindsay, your favourite? Um, my favourite was Nate Bolt's workshop yesterday morning. So it was um, all remote research based and we've tried a number of remote research methods and it was really reassuring to hear we were going in the right direction. He comes across the same tech issues that we do and pardon? Things break for instance. Things break, absolutely, yeah. yeah. So if there's anything, any feedback you would like to give to the conference organisers, what would that be? More tickets for the boat later. <laughs> Yes, I, I, it's lunchtime now, so I've just um, realised that I, I can't, can't get on the boat. So I need to go and make friends now with people that I also can't do that. <laughs> um, but like, just some other stuff, like logistics-wise, a lot of people probably don't think about this, but I thought everything from getting off the plane, getting to the airport, getting to the hotel, was super easy and it was super quick. Um, everything to the, you know... The tag that we got here is, is just really easy to use, and you know, not every concert, conference does it really well. So I, I think they've got a lot of the logistics mm-hmm. down really well. Good, yeah. Yeah, agreed. And the weather doesn't help or doesn't hurt, rather. But <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> have you gotten to use the UXLX app at all? Yeah, I've used it mostly just to see the, the sessions, to see what time. Because um, Derek just gave a really good talk on. Uh, uh, how to build a great conference app and uh, or a conference website, and I really thought a lot of the stuff he was mentioning was missing from the app we're seeing here at UXLX. Uh, for example, like uh, location-based services, realizing that you're on on site, realizing that you're what day it is actually. So you go into the app and it's still Wednesday when you log in, but it's Friday today, so that should re- recognize that. Even little things like where where do you eat? I mean, this is Lisbon, you know, this is a great city and. Yeah, I suppose meeting up with people that are of similar have a similar skill set, so trying to match up who you might be interested in talking to. Possibly a little bit more with social media as well. So the first two days of the conference, we weren't seeing all that much being posted really. Um, and they've got this screen here today, but I didn't see it before now if it was there. So our next speaker up for the conference uh, is actually Jesse James Garrett, I think. What do you guys expect from him? Big things. I've never seen him speak before, so I'll be interested to see how it goes. <laughs> we'll let you guys go. Thanks so much for talking to us. <laughs> okay, thanks, Alyn and Lindsay, for that. Um, excellent, excellent, having t- excellent hearing from someone other than our, us, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had Dave, too, the other day. So yeah, we had Dave, too. So. Yeah. yeah. 
So let's just wrap up with some key takeaways from the whole conference. Um, you want to start off, James? Yeah, well, one thing that mm. if you've listened to you know, more than one of these podcasts during this um, um, this week, then we've we've had a lot to say about workshops being lectures. Mm. Now, we actually um, yesterday had time to to talk to um, Derek Feverson, um about well asking him his thoughts about workshops and planning and and you know the format, and right. we even had time to talk to Bruno. Mm. Um, that was on that was on Thursday yeah. evening um, about you know the 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 workshops and, and how they're planned and thought. Mm. And what, what we heard from Bruno was that um, the the strategic sessions, workshops, the red ones, mm. as, you know, as we know from our mm. passes, um, they they are meant to be more in-depth and strategic and lecture-like. Yeah. Um, which, you know, fair enough, I can buy that, although it, it doesn't it doesn't come across so well. And we, we talked to quite a few people here at the conference, and they, mm. they all said, well, no, that didn't really come across when you book mm. it. Um, they're all workshops, and you have to mm. book your workshops. And we also know that it wasn't completely true that those four strategic workshops were the only four that were lecture-like. Right. There was there was a lot of spill into other colours, yeah. other types yeah, of, um, of, of workshops. Yeah. But also talking to Derek, I, I got the impression that he found it really difficult because especially for his workshop, people were at so different levels coming yeah. in. Some had never been to an accessibility workshop before, some new code. Mm. Uh, so it was hard for him to like... Match the the workshop elements with the the level of of uh, he did a lot of he did a lot of adjusting of his content yeah. live in the workshop to to suit what he was exactly feeling he was did the say needs. he had a lot of things prepared and he didn't do all of them because it no. was just not he didn't think possible. his uh, he didn't think yeah. his, his his workshop um, items would work with the, the audience right um, Dave Gray also said about how difficult the three hour format is, it is. it's it's not short enough mm. for a lecture and it's not long enough. To really do as a workshop, yeah, to get and, some really and workshop get feedback stuff. for for the workshop. Yeah, uh, oh, the as, as yeah. we said, he did a really good job. But his his whole thing yeah. is just I, yeah. I, I was workshop stuff. So, um, so so the t- take on there is yeah, three hour workshops are a really awkward format. Yeah, and that's two years now I've been here for this, and that's true. You, know, you get loads of good stuff, loads mm. of great content, but yeah. not always easy. It's hit no. and miss with a lot of. Um, I'm um, thinking full day workshops would probably even be better. I, and as a compromise there, I think half day, four hours. Because then, then you'd skip the lightning talks, and I really enjoyed lightning talks. So. <laughs> I'm thinking full day workshops, but I mean, a lot of these do overlap. Yeah, they do have a lot of the same key messages. Yeah. So I think you you get a lot out of it anyway. You you get most of the conference uh, subject matters actually covered mm. in a full day if you interacting with all the other participants as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Especially since, I mean, the last day, the conference day, I, I was really good. There was a good mix of speakers. I got a lot out of it. Mm. It was um, more level than last year, I think. It, it was a lot of bo- both good and, good and poor quality last year. <laughs> this year, it was quite level. We yeah. had some excellent speakers, and we had some with weren't as well good speakers, but they had really good content. Exactly what I was say. Yeah. yeah. There's, we didn't have mm. anyone that was really, really, really rubbish no. content. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's what okay. you're putting in. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that was good. No, I, I, I enjoyed last uh, or yesterday. Yeah. Uh, actually. And then um, another another take home. Well, the, last year we talked about uh, one theme we picked up from the whole conference was was silos. Yeah. And that was one thing that we we launched this podcast mm. as a result of some of that silo right. complaining that we need to break down silos mm. and we need to we need to cross over between mm. them. Um, not so much mentioned silo at all. I mean, there was a fair a fair yeah, few, but it wasn't yeah. it wasn't a dominating theme. No. Um, what it's more mobile and cross channel? Mobile was yeah. coming in. I mean, cross channel, absolutely. Um, Multi device. Um, right. The the 
I'm big to that we can move between these different things and the importance of, of moving beyond the web, right. um, beyond the browser. Mm. Um, that was something that a lot of talks mentioned, and um, um, a lot of a lot of talks um, and people mentioned the, the the article from '91 with um, 21st century um, computing. Oh yeah, um, I came up you know, mm. going back to that, reflecting back mm. to that, and the, you know the, the tab, the the um, um, pad, and the um, oh, what's the one third one? Um, not desktop. It's not desktop. It's just. I, I can't remember. <laughs> we'll link to it. <laughs> Too tired. <laughs> Still. <laughs> um, but um, that was, we, yeah, the mobile definitely was mm. something, was, not just workshops, but questions people were talking about. I mean, clearly mm. it's, it's, you can hear organizations are, are nagging people <laughs> about doing this. Yep. So that they're, they're looking, people are searching for mm. tools and for practical advice mm. about how they're going to take the next step mm. now, I think. I think one of the things you and I have been talking about as well is that there are not, not a whole lot of business people here. No. The people who really should be mm. actually in on this and be the stakeholders who are actually deciding and driving this force yeah. of UX. That ties in with last year as well with the silos. That is, yeah. you know, a lot of people still feeling quite alone mm. in, in that, you know, mm. no one understands us um, mm. and difficulty in, in, in getting buy-in and mm. getting, getting the message across. Another theme I actually, one of my takeaways was uh, the prototyping. I got this from a lot of speakers that yeah. wireframes with arrows, not doing so well. Yeah. <laughs> Prototypes, very well, especially mm. in lean UX, agile. Actually having a more, have, letting the developers have ownership of something that's part of the UX. And also, well, in the, I, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but in the project I'm in right now, it's it's really clear how much the client understands more about the end result once we yeah. have a prototype. Oh, it's tangible. It's tangible. You can click on it. It's, yeah. yeah. It's close to the end result. Mm. So, of course, they understand it more. Yes. And understand when it and isn't it's, close to the end result. It's so much easier to get feedback on it. Mm. And then, of yeah. course, prototype and iterate. Exactly. Iteration yeah. was something that came up uh, yeah. a lot this week. Um, that, you know, don't, don't mess around. Mm. Get on mm. with it and, and iterate. And, and one of my key messages, actually, would be, giving people advice uh, coming out of this conference was don't come to a standstill just keep moving because mm. just do something and research uh, do a b testing change something delete content mm. see what happens you can't just theorize all the time you need to be doing something all the time mm. otherwise you're coming to a standstill basically and and somebody else will pass you by yeah. and your users will leave you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and with that we yeah. should probably leave you too. Yeah, probably should. We have to. Rush we have to check the, out. We have get to, to the airport. To the airport. <laughs> uh. And we'll, well, we'll get back to a normal release schedule now, right. and um, you can oh, have a little pause from us for a couple of weeks. Probably, right. <laughs> it's been great fun um, yeah. reporting. Thanks podcasting. so much for listening, and thank you all participants at UXLX that we've interacted with. It's been so much fun, uh, and yes. Of course, I'll try to come back next year if that, that's, that, that's one message I want to give you out there. Because it's so much fun just have, being able to interact with the speakers on this level. You yeah. don't get that at a lot of conferences. This is mm. one of the real pluses of this conference. Yeah. The, the, um, yeah, the access to speakers that yeah. you get um, is wonderful. Mm. So, uh, take care out there and uh, keep moving. See you at the other side. Bye-bye. <laughs>
For more information or to subscribe to this podcast, visit uxpodcast.com.